Hello and welcome to Artbox TV. I'm your host, Jason. In this episode, I talk to Adrian Ferguson. He's the owner of the gallery Art of Noise, located in the Petworth area of Washington, D.C. We talk about how Adrian got his start in the arts, how he came up with the name of the gallery, and a brief history of the gallery. So, with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview. So thank you again for doing this, by the way, and also for taking the time for doing this on a nice spring day. So please tell me about yourself. How did you get your start in the arts? Well, first off, you know, thank you for having me. This is such a wonderful opportunity. And uh, I would say that I got started in the arts and uh, appreciating the arts from a very early age in my life. I grew up um, on, I have artists on both sides of my family, my mother and my father's side. Uh, I was just filled with a family of artists of, of all disciplines. And my, my folks, I, I actually have to credit my parents for kind of exposing me to the arts at a very young age, mm-hmm. uh, elementary, especially growing up here in the DMV and being surrounded just by quality artists on every block and everywhere you go, uh, whether it's for music, going to choir rehearsal with my mom <laughs> when I was a kid and listening to the choir sing at church and rehearsal, or whether it was coming through my dad's records, uh, you know, just uh, asking him a zillion questions about artists and, and, and the people that he was collecting. I, that's where I got my start. So I, I tell a lot of people, I got my start in the arts at home. Well, what kind of music your dad was into? Uh, anything, man. He, you know, my, my, my parents are of the, of the baby boomer type. So, oh. I mean, it was, it was R&B and soul and, right. and, and, and blues. And so it was, it was nothing to hear, you know, some BB King or, you know, Harold Melvin in the blue notes or oh. Teddy Pittagrass, right. earth, wind and fire and all that, all that's great stuff. So, so your household was full of, of music. So that, that, I can see what you mean by getting the exposure musically and uh, then artistically just comes right through there. So from there, uh, when you eventually came about and you started this gallery, uh, what is the Art of Noise? So Art of Noise, essentially we are an art and event space. So when people come to us, they come to Art of Noise, they're looking to house various activities. So they come to us, if you want to have a performance, if you want to have a rehearsal, if you want to have a film screening, uh, if you want to have a dance recital, if you want to have a meeting, uh, people come to Art of Noise. So we are uh, kind of a multidisciplinary art and event space. And because um, like you say on your website that uh, you have the three pillars, basically it's the film, yeah. and music, and, and art. Yes. So, you know, people can come in and, I mean, artists, artists reach out to us all the time. They utilize our space. You know, people have done pop-up art shows there. Uh, we've had several performances, kind of call, uh, intimate performances here in our space. People reach out to us for various seminars that have seminar space for artists to talk and deal with other artists. We've had readings. People have uh, reached out to us and see if they want to have script readings at our space. Oh. We actually get a lot of those. So, so that, that kind of makes sense why you would want to start Art of Noise. But how did you come up with the name Art of Noise? So, you know, it's one of those things where there's a group there's a very famous group from a long time ago and uh, it was called art of noise yes they spelled it n-o-i-s-e and you know and they had their their famous they had famous hits but their famous one was moments in love 
And um, for some reason, Art of Noise, that name just kind of always stuck with me. Um, I thought it was a unique name. And, you know, two, to even dive further into it, I've always felt like artists, as artists and creatives, we make noise. Oh, yes. You know, and I mean, whether we do it on a canvas or on a, on a paper, you know, or, or on a stage, we all make noise. And I figured that Art of Noise was a place, that, just the very place that you can come and do that. Yeah, and that makes sense because, you know, like you said, the band was kind of influential at the time in the 80s. And it was, you know, they kind of made their own little noise of art. You know, so they did. They, they did. did. They did. When did you uh, open the gallery originally? So we opened in 2017. Uh, art of Noise actually opened in 2017. And we started doing, uh, utilizing, uh, becoming a gallery and actually in 2019. So we went two years where we weren't we weren't utilizing our walls and we were not a gallery. We were just a rental space. Oh. And in 2019, I got the, the bright idea that we should open up our walls and, and, and utilize our walls as gallery space for a lot of the emerging artists in the DMV. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that a lot of people talk about is not enough wall space. And No, there's not. There's not. No. And, and, and it kind of makes me wonder... Why did you pick this location in in Petworth? It is a nice location. I've been there. It's a nice neighborhood. I was just curious why why you picked it. So you know, it, it's it's kind of weird because when I was looking for a place for Art of Noise, I was actually looking all over the DMV, hmm. and I just kind of Petworth kind of happened by chance. Uh, it, it the, the first initial, uh, you know, the location that we were at. Uh, it, it just it popped up on the list of available commercial spaces and I went to check it out and I walked around the neighborhood and I said, yeah, I think I can I, I can build here. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to ask about the original location. So it was, was it on Georgia Avenue or? It was on Georgia Avenue. It was on Georgia Avenue. Uh, it was right across from, I believe it's the uh, Capitol, Capitol Cider. Okay. And uh, the kind of diagonal from the Wendy's. Diagonal from the Wendy's. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and so from that space, you had to move to where you're at now. Uh, I'm wondering what what happened. Well, it was it was kind of devastating because you know we had signed the the lease and you know we were kind of picking up steam and kind of building our business and people were loving what we were doing and we were kind of gaining traction. Yeah. And the landlord came and said, "Hey, you know." I want to use this space for something else. Oh, I want to turn this into office and condo space. Oh, we were about six, six or so. Months, um, when he, when he, when they came to us with that, and uh, you know that would have heavily impacted our decision had we known that before. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. If, if you had known, we, you're like, no, we wouldn't have signed on the line had we know that they had other intentions for the space. Oof, that, that's uh, tough. So, you know, we uh, actually had to vacate after a year and we went about, I would say about three months, two or three months uh, without a space. Oh, wow. So you're yeah. a nomad. Did, what did you do during the, the nomad period? Did you? It was just, I mean, I was on the internet driving up and down Georgia Avenue all over the DMV, literally looking at spaces. Wow. You know, I mean, just that was my, that that was my every day. Jeez, that's, that's some dedication. I mean, kudos to that. Wow. <laughs> 
I mean, it was it was it was to the point where it's like we got this much traction. People love what we're doing. We're getting people running the space. People have ideas. They want to do their programming there, and then boom. Yeah, it just 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 taken away like that. It was like the rug, or was it Lucy with the the football kind of thing? Oh, jeez. Right. So, right. how do you go about selecting artists for the put work on the walls? Uh, how does that go about? So you know, we 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 didn't want to do the whole traditional gallery uh, model where a lot of the the standard galleries do. You know, one particular they focus on one particular discipline. Yeah, and I wanted to focus on be multidisciplinary so i mean a, a lot of what goes into the wall who decides you know uh what work is going to show on the walls is basically face to face it's really organic man hmm. it's really organic i mean I've, I've had such great experiences with artists that other artists the artists are talking to other artists yeah Oh, and other caliber artists are are, are putting words and, and good and good words in other caliber artists' ear, who now want to show at Art Annoyed. Well, it is a nice space to show work. Really, it is. It's very well lit. You it know. is. It is. And you know, so I mean, it's various organizations that I'm a part of in DC, and you know, I'm 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 trying to stay as tuned in to who's doing what, and you know different shows and whatnot it's just meeting people and yeah. understanding you know who i am and, and once they get over to the space they love it and they want to show yeah it, it really is a nice space and it, it it has what you need you know and uh no no fancy frills which which is great because you know you want open space you want natural light which is great you know, right. and um, kind of oddly enough, power plugs, you know, you have plenty of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah. And then the the ironic part is, or the, the crazy part is, is that their original space was an entirely different setup. Whereas we had white walls, but we had nicer, like we had like, you know, wood floors, like a stained floors. This particular space, the, our, our current location is, a, I would say, is more raw but it's a lot more flexible and we've been able to get more more usage out of this space than we did at our last space so it kind of worked out speaking of the raw floors i i personally like that look you know that's just an aesthetic that i like uh and and you know you don't have to worry about if something stains the wood you know because it's it's it could be fixed <laughs> very easily you don't have to worry about it very easy yes yes so i have to ask this question what is the most difficult part of running a gallery? I would say the most difficult part of running a gallery is really is just the 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 groundwork that you have to do to get the collectors, mm, yeah, and to, and to, and to kind of build up that that base of solid collectors, uh, and especially because you know we're just not one discipline, we're we're multidiscipline, so it's trying to find you know build up that that pool because every every collector is kind of different so you have your collectors who kind of like abstract you know there's more collectors who are maybe into sculptors and maybe some that's you know um in the full of photography so it's just getting getting just building that pool of of collectors uh you know that would say would be one of the challenges of a gallery oh yeah i definitely definitely so, but with that, with the positive aspect of it, what's the uh, what's the best part of running a gallery? Uh, well, outside of enjoying and really, really loving what I do, 
um, is is really providing that platform for a lot of great talent here in the in the area. And there is and a lot of great talent. It's it's so much great talent. DMV is just a hotbed of talent, um, and for me to be able to provide a place and a platform is one of the reasons why I get up every morning. Yeah, I I don't blame you. I mean, it's it, it's like almost a best kept secret kind of thing about how many great artists there in this area and it is and and i think as a city you know we we have to do a better job of connecting our communities to these great artists that's true yeah because i hear in the ether sometimes about like there's no central district it's like well you don't necessarily need an arts district to have an art scene you know because this it's very vibrant in this area you know and it's just it's just the way the layout of this this town is this way this whole you know the, the way the town is so you may not get that kind of necessarily central district. And why would you, you know, because then it becomes sterilized in a sense or in, in its own way, uh, a silo, you know. And so by having it spread everywhere, you're exposed to everywhere. In my Absolutely. opinion, that's just my opinion. No, and, and then that way, I think every neighborhood should have 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 art. In it. So, you know, you really, you know, becoming the Petworth should should be a destination for you. You know, or it's just like going to Brightwood. I should be able to go to, you know, all these other neighborhoods and 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 see quality art. Yeah, that that is valid, and I agree with that. And you know, I wanted to ask. Um, it so has COVID really affected the uh, outreach for you for uh, for the gallery, or have you been able to find your own way to reach out to to potential collectors and to the audience? Absolutely. Uh, well, COVID has has changed everything. Yeah. Um, to include art and brick and mortar and you know but i find that um well the the downside is, is that you know people aren't as comfortable uh, coming into indoor spaces anymore yeah so i mean that's always a challenge there and you know we we have a strict mass policy and you know we try to do our best to abide by the guidelines yes. uh, to make sure that everybody's safe uh when they come to art of noise but uh, getting people outside of their homes is also just a, a big challenge that I find. Uh, but once they get there and once they come, they love it and they're glad they came. And I, I just think that, honestly, this experience and this COVID experience has, has shown me that there really is a need for brick and mortar spaces and particularly brick and mortar art spaces. Yeah. And, you know, we always run that risk, you know, because of a lot of the the shutdowns and stuff that we might lose those spaces. I hope not, you know, because like you said, I, I think there's a need, not just a want, a need for this, you know. There's a need. I mean, and, and there's there are certain parts of the human experience that you can't take away. And I think, I think having that brick and mortar, having that place where people can see physical, real life art and culture um, is medicinal. Yes. And, and for, for, for me, when I, when I go to a gallery and I look at work, I, I am one of those kind of uh, nerds that like to really look at the brushstrokes and get close, you know, Absolutely. you know, and, and because there is something to be said about seeing the work, like an individual piece of work versus uh, work as a, as a collection, because they, it, it has an impact, a visual impact with you being in the space with it, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it's like when you look at, uh, when I went and saw Buck's work, you know, um, that that is is seeing the work all together in the room it, for me had a a bigger impact on the visual impact in the stories and issues that he was talking about through his art you know 
looking at a piece individually online or on, in a picture sometimes doesn't really it, it gives you only halfway there and not the full not the full ride is what right I, I mean and, and buck is and shout out to buck because buck is such an amazing artist yes he is just an, an amazing human being just you know even outside of his his art is just buck is just awesome he's very but, inspirational know, I, 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 yeah. I tell i tell people buck's work is like books on the canvas yeah, that that yeah. is great. It's, it really draws you in, and there's just so much to unpack and so much to get from his work, you know. And a place like Art of Noise, you know, to have that type of you know setup, I think just works perfectly, you know. And it just draws people in once you're in the space, and then to have work like that on the walls that can that you can benefit from, you know, you feel you feel you feel like you had some substance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so follow up question to that is that, um, you know, wh why why would someone collect art? Well, I mean, outside of, 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 of making your home and your, your office and communal spaces looking nice. Yeah. I mean, art is an investment. I mean, you're, you're, you're it's, it's, a, it's an investment. And I mean, you're investing in not just the piece, but you're investing in the artist. Uh, yes. in the journey and the development and the appreciation of that art and that person. I agree with you because it, you know, you're uh, also, a, you become a part of the story too, you know, uh, that the artist is trying to tell and do and talk about. You know, I mean, to, to, to really, you know, to be an artist and to bear yourself, you know, for everybody to see, I mean, and then for you to for you to to take it serious and to put it in the place where everybody will see is a big step. And artists and gallerists alike are very appreciative of people who can appreciate art and want to invest in art. And, you know, my job and one of my goals is to make investing, make investing and make collecting art cool. Yeah, it is cool. And it is a very worthy thing to do. It is. It is. And I think, you know, and if more people understood, you know, I, I think we would have more, you know, you would get more people collecting. And my goal is just to, is that, you know, at least educate people on the value and the beauty of art. Yes. Yeah. That is something that is as, as a gallerist, you're, you always are out there doing that. And I, I Hats off to you, sir, for doing that because <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a never ending you know never ending thing to do. Absolutely. So, what advice uh, would you give to artists into how to show their work? Well, I would say uh, have a I, I would say with, if talking to an artist, be sure to have a set portfolio, uh, whether that's your website or, or something, or the, uh, Google Drive or folder, something in which you have already set in place that you can send people or you can direct people to. Um, you know, social media is great for many things, um, but I feel like sometimes with social media, art kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. You know, uh, and social media is a great platform for a lot of artists to use, especially like Instagram. Uh, but I, I think Instagram can only do but so much. Yes. Uh, Instagram is kind of like a, you know, you, you've basically curated your Instagram to show, to tell a particular story. Right. Where a, a portfolio, you can tell a, a more whole story. Yeah. And it, like you said, it doesn't really cost that much to get an online, you know, website nowadays. I mean, it costs money. It really does. 
you, so you that, know. That, that, was, that was my thing is just make sure that you have a, a, a set portfolio. Yeah. And if you want to get your own domain name, yeah, that costs money, but it's still not ridiculously amount. It's like on average about 18 bucks or less. But uh, even, you know, um, using like WordPress or a blog, you know, any of those kind of places that that will, you know, that's also a great place to have uh, your portfolio and to have like a resume or, or a CV or anything like that or an artist statement. Just keep it basic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I, I tell artists, you know, and uh, tell them first and foremost, like, this is your platform. You know, let's, let's take an opportunity to talk about it. And uh, secondly, you know, it's also a great way for people to talk about their work and, and like, especially the work you're doing, because you also are part of a co-founder of another uh, organization that talk about racism. And that's also important, you know? Yes, 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 yes. So um, it's, 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 we have, you know, it's like, you know, you know, we were doing Capital City Conversations and, 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 and you know, we have another program called Check Your Groceries. That we're out so you know this is this is definitely you know definitely a, a needed conversation so and to expand that art art and and art and a form of activism are, are kind of go one in the same oh yeah i mean if people are reminding you of that and look at this past summer with the george floyd uh protest you know you saw a lot of posters and a lot of art that was showing up on a lot of the build you know a lot of the boards that were you know making sure people don't smash windows, but you saw a lot of art on those stuff and you saw a lot of art come from that. So like you said, it's one in the, it's, they're both hand in hand connected. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's such a, you know, you know, we have a plenty of shows coming up, you know, and I know we have another show coming up and uh, starting on April 10th. Yeah, what's so? Yeah, what what's the what's the name of the show that's starting on April tenth? So the April tenth is a, a artist. Her name is Mercedes Miss Mercedes Sharps, and the the title of the show is Familiar. So it's it's like fem. Familiar. Oh, I like Familiar. that. Familiar. Yes, yes, and more more details and things will be coming out in the upcoming days. So she is a, a Afro abstract artist. And we are we are, are super excited to have her in, their, in our space. So, if a, a person were to come to the gallery to go look at her work, um, what are the hours for the gallery? So, Wednesdays and Thursdays we are open from eleven a.m. to four p.m. Friday and Saturday we are open from twelve noon to six p.m. The gallery is closed from Sunday to Tuesday. Okay. So if you show up on Monday, you're, you're not going to be able to get in there. <laughs> Can't get in. Yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised um, how that happens. Oh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I can, I can see that just now. Is there anything that you want to go back to and expand on? Well, just, you know, the, <clears throat> you know, art of noise and, and, and we're really, we're here for the people, you know, and, and this is, it takes a village and, and, and I appreciate you know all the all the all, all the the artists and the creatives and the and the and the art enthusiasts and collectors alike who have who have poured into art of noise up to this point and and and, and building it and growing it and you know we're, we're it's, it's it's not a sprint it's a marathon for us so we we're going to be here. Yeah, I I'll say a big word to that. Yeah, when I, I was doing research on your gallery, I also realized there's a a car 
modifying company or whatever. I guess they do like uh, build new car, not build cars, but like, you know, kind of modify cars. They also call themselves the art of noise build the same way. It's like that. It's uncanny. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I kind of like that you you did put on your website the the, the DMV because, you know, like, like it was with my show, the art, you know, art box DMV is like, it's kind of a great way to represent our area. So it, it is. And I, I think it doesn't mean that you're, you know, I mean, it's like, it doesn't mean you exclude, say, everybody else, but it's a good way to highlight what's already here. You know, exactly. You know, because I do, I try to, or try to interview as many local people in the DMV area as possible. And then of course I'll reach out to other people in other places. And when I, they ask me, you know, cause I always ask, do you have any questions for me? And always the common question is like, what is DMV? It's like a department of motor vehicles. It's like, no, it's the district Maryland and Virginia. <laughs> say thank you to Adrian for taking the time to do the interview. To learn more about Art of Noise, the hours and location, visit the website at artofnoisedmv.com. Art of Noise is on Instagram at artofnoisedmv. To hear past episodes of Artbox DNV, visit the website at artboxdnv.com. And don't forget, Artbox is also on Instagram at artboxdnv. Until next time, thank you for listening.